If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tonight, that week-long coast-to-coast storm pummels the Northeast with millions of Americans in the path of the dangerous weather. The winter system bringing icy roads, snow, and high winds. Plus, the new storm brewing that could impact your holiday plans. Brittany Griner breaks her silence. What the WNBA star is saying tonight about her future on the court and her vow to another American prisoner. Trump criminal referrals, what we're learning about the January 6th committee's recommendations to the Justice Department. A looming humanitarian crisis at the southern border. CBS's Lilia Luciano is in El Paso. We're expecting this line to stretch much further if Title 42 comes to an end. Christmas crunch time, how soon you need to ship your gifts so they make it on time. What caused a nearly 50-foot-tall aquarium to burst, unleashing exotic fish into the streets? And on the road, how one small act of kindness changed a refugee's life. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening. I'm Nancy Cordes in tonight for Nora. There is breaking news coming in about the congressional investigation into January 6th, and it involves possible criminal referrals against Donald Trump. We've also just gotten alarming new data about how severe this flu season has been already. But we're going to begin with the final blast of ice and snow from the massive storm system that emerged on the West Coast a week ago and is now hammering the upper Midwest, upstate New York and northern New England. Power to tens of thousands of homes and businesses has been knocked out. All of this before much of the U.S. falls into what could be a historic deep freeze just in time for the holidays. CBS's Nikki Batiste leads off our coverage tonight in Wyndham, New York. Good evening, Nikki. Nancy, good evening. The snow is still falling here in Wyndham, about three hours north of New York City, with another four inches expected tonight. The roads here are treacherous, and by the looks of this empty street, minus the occasional snowplow, pretty much everyone is opting to stay home. 
A blast of wintry weather just in time for the holidays. About a foot of snow falling in Greene County, north of New York City. And in Connecticut, the plows were working fast to keep up with falling snow. Our town motto is it's the icebox of Connecticut. Our local town crews have been doing great. They've been out since uh, midnight last night. Vermont saw more than a foot in some places, with 10 inches turning New Hampshire into a winter wonderland. This coast-to-coast -coast storm dumped four feet of snow in South Dakota, the blizzard stranding travelers at a truck stop motel. I was stuck since Tuesday. It is now Friday morning. In North Dakota, skis were used to traverse the snow-packed roads. With 30 inches of snow on the ground and more to come in parts of Minnesota, people are digging out while they can. I'm trying to get the snow under control. I see these big flakes coming. Uh, I thought it was going to be over, but it's just not. Even when the snow clears out, icy roads remain. This big rig driver in Iowa lost control. It was among more than 100 crashes reported Thursday. The National Weather Service issued a lake effect snow warning for the Buffalo, New York, predicting one to three feet of snowfall this weekend. Forecasters say wind gusts up to 35 miles per hour could make roads dangerous there, too. Nancy. So much of the country affected. Nikki Batiste, thank you. And before the Northeast can even dig out, there's another winter storm to start worrying about. Mike Bettis is tracking it all with our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nancy, good evening. Winter Storm Diaz has plagued us all week long with blizzard conditions in the plains in the Midwest and now hitting us hard in the Northeast. How about the conditions here in Utica, New York? A winter wonderland, but awfully slushy on those roadways and hard to get around. And there is a lot more snow where this came from. Take a look at some of the totals that we've seen in many spots, double digits, a foot or more in Vermont, New York, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania has picked up good snow. As I alluded to, there's a lot more snow to go right through the weekend especially through New England. Another foot to foot and a half of snow is on the way. And then we watch for the cold air really plunging in over the weekend and early next week. And check out some of these stats. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Arctic cold air, Nancy, leading right in to the Christmas holiday weekend next week. Sounds like a good week to stay inside. All right, Mike Bettis at the Weather Channel. Thank you so much. Former Russian prisoner Brittany Griner headed home to Arizona today after spending about a week at a military base in Texas. The basketball star says she plans to spend the holidays with her family and she made a big announcement about her future, saying she wants to make one thing clear. She plans to play for her WNBA team this spring. We get details now from CBS's Ouija Jang. A long embrace after a harrowing separation. Brittany Griner shared the picture of herself with wife Sherelle on social media and thanked everyone who advocated for her return to the U.S., writing the last 10 months have been a battle at every turn. I dug deep to keep my faith. We couldn't be happier that she's home. Vince Kozar is the president of Griner's basketball team, the Phoenix Mercury. Today, Kozar saw her for the first time since she got back. It was just a big BG bear hug. I mean, she has a seven foot wingspan, um, so it was just a big BG bear hug. And, um, you know, it was emotional. Griner thanked President Biden for bringing her home and vowed to use her platform to help other detained Americans, including Paul Whelan, the Marine veteran who has been held in Russia since 2018. 
Every family deserves to be whole, Greiner said. The six-time WNBA All-Star revealed she plans to play for the Mercury when the season kicks off in the spring. Freedom was taken from her, her family and, her, and friends were taken from her, but basketball was also taken from her. It is a huge part of her life. It is one of her uh, loves. It's how she impacts the world. And so to get it back um, like she will... Uh, when we play at home for the first time in May, I think is going to be a pretty incredible experience. Kozar said that when he spent time with Griner today in Phoenix, she was in remarkable spirits. He acknowledged that she would have a long road ahead to get back on the court after nearly a year off, but said he was confident she would make it. Nancy? And her fans must be very excited. Ouija, thank you. A uh, major development now in the Capitol riot investigation. There are reports tonight that the January 6th committee will recommend criminal charges against former President Donald Trump. CBS's Scott McFarland is following the investigation as one of the most high-profile rioters was sentenced today to five years in prison. Over the course of 10 hearings, the January 6th Select Committee methodically laid out the role former President Trump played in the Capitol attack. Monday, the panel, according to Politico, will urge the Justice Department to pursue at least three criminal charges against him. I think members have become uh, convinced that there's value in it. Insurrection, obstruction of an official proceeding, and conspiracy to defraud the United States government. The central cause of January 6th was one man, Donald Trump whom many others followed. None of this would have happened without him. Other key players who could be recommended for criminal prosecution include Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, and attorney, Rudy Giuliani. This is me. Meanwhile, one of the highest profile rioters is headed to federal prison. A judge sentenced Doug Jensen of Iowa to five years behind bars, calling him a leader of the mob. Jensen was one of the first to breach the Capitol that day. An iconic image from that day shows Jensen with a knife hidden in his possession confronting Capitol Police Officer Eugene Goodman steps away from evacuating U.S. Senators. Goodman's supervisor, Police Inspector Tom Lloyd, who was captured in this image face-to-face -face with Jensen January 6th, spoke at the sentencing hearing, saying without Goodman heroically luring the mob away from the Senate floor, there would have been bloodshed. Jensen is one of nearly 930 defendants charged so far, with hundreds more arrests still expected. Meanwhile, another Capitol riot defendant who was allegedly near Officer Goodman that day has just been charged with a new crime. The Tennessee man is accused of targeting the FBI agents who handled his investigation and the FBI field office in Knoxville as well. Nancy? Scott McFarland, thank you. The CDC said today the U.S. got slammed earlier and harder by the flu this season than in previous years. All but five states are considered to have high or very high flu activity. So far, at least 15 million Americans have fallen ill. For the first time this season, though, flu hospitalizations have actually fallen week over week. The White House insists it is prepared to handle an influx of migrants when Title 42, that pandemic-era measure that blocked many of them from entering, expires next week. Thousands of people a day are expected to try to cross into the border city of El Paso, Texas. CBS's Lilia Luciano is there. It makes me sad to leave my wife, my kids, my mother, says 36-year-old Edwin Antonio Cruz while in a damp makeshift shelter in El Paso as he makes plans to provide for his family of five in Nicaragua. What does your daughter tell you when you talk to her? 
that she's going to miss you on Christmas. He says he knows he can't stay too long in the U.S. and doesn't want to. He just hopes to work for a year or two, save and return home. That you're built to work, that the Nicaraguans who are here, they just want to go on to their journey and start working. He's among thousands of Nicaraguans who've been able to cross the border in El Paso and wait for an asylum hearing while in the U.S. These 60 people were just allowed to come in and take their first steps on U.S. soil. But in Ciudad Juarez, just a few yards and what felt like a world away, Venezuelan migrants overlooked a line they cannot cross. Currently, under Title 42, they have to stay in Mexico. They're waiting for the lifting of Title 42 to be accepted into the U.S. because right now the U.S. is not accepting Venezuelans. That's right, he says. What do you think will happen if Title 42 does expire next week? It's going to collapse, he says, because an avalanche of people in need from Venezuela are on their way. The Department of Homeland Security announced a six-pillar plan to deal with the end of Title 42 whenever that comes. That includes sending more resources to the border and things like cracking down on smuggling networks and illegal crossings. Nancy? The question is, will it be enough? Lilia Luciano, thank you. Turning overseas now, Russia today unleashed one of its largest missile attacks yet on Ukraine, firing 76 rockets towards at least four cities, including the capital of Kyiv. Millions of people across the country are struggling without power in sub-freezing temperatures. Despite Russian warnings, the U.S. is preparing to bolster Ukraine's air defenses with a shipment of Patriot missiles. We turn now to the fast-approaching deadlines to get your gifts delivered in time for the holidays. The U.S. Postal Service says first-class mail and packages should be shipped by tomorrow. You have until next week for express shipping and for UPS and FedEx, though, of course, that'll cost you more. CBS's Chris Van Cleve has more on the holiday shipping crunch, including tips to save you money. Tonight, delivering for the holidays with the clock ticking. At this Orlando postal facility, the holiday rush is a robot revolution. A dozen helping to speed the processing of nearly 50,000 packages a day. Nationally, the post office says it can handle up to 60 million packages daily, helped by 249 of these new sorting machines, each moving 3,000 boxes an hour. We have prepared since January of this year for this peak season, and we were holiday ready before we even got to Thanksgiving. And in Memphis, it's plane after plane touching down at the busiest cargo flight line in the nation, each carrying around 20,000 packages to the FedEx mega hub. About half the cargo FedEx flies comes through here. They are unloaded, sorted through 44 miles of conveyor belts, and loaded onto other planes to their final destinations, all in about three hours. This is really our Super Bowl every year. And this is the fourth quarter. FedEx senior operations manager, Walter Kirkamind. Do you guys feel that pressure? We understand that, that some of these gifts are highly personal and uh, really the brand is on the line. A gift's last stop is a sorting center like this in Cordova, Tennessee. Before the sun rises here, 10,000 packages are sorted and loaded into vans. Jacob Tucker expects to make over 100 delivery stops by 3 p.m. Just like Santa's little helper, I feel like I'm able to give to the customer. 
Now, all of these packages are actually heading for Memphis. Some of them will be delivered as soon as tomorrow morning. But this last-minute express shipping is expensive, so don't wait. You may be able to save some money through memberships to things like AAA or AARP. You can also save a buck by reusing shipping materials, Nancy. This way you don't have to buy a box. Sounds like I've got some shopping to do tonight. Chris Van Cleve, thank you so much. Well, also tonight, the U.N. is warning that the overnight suspension of several reporters' Twitter accounts sets a, quote, dangerous precedent. Twitter CEO Elon Musk claimed the journalists violated the social media platform's new so-called doxing policy against posting real-time information on people's whereabouts. Now, most of the reporters didn't actually do that, but they did cover Musk's decision to permanently ban an account that tracked his private jet using publicly available data. One of the world's largest aquariums suddenly burst today, flooding the street with water and exotic fish. What caused it? That's next. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high-quality organic dairy, ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Sub-freezing temperatures are suspected of causing a five-story high aquarium to burst today at a hotel in Berlin, Germany. Some people thought a bomb went off when the glass exploded. More than 200,000 gallons of water and 1,500 tropical fish were washed into the street, and two people were injured. There's some good news tonight from actress Jane Fonda. The two-time Academy Award winner says her non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is in remission, and she says she feels, quote, so blessed and so fortunate. A stranger on an airplane and a life-changing act of kindness. Steve Hartman on the road is next. Now a story about the kindness of a stranger and the astounding way it changed a refugee's life. Here's Steve Hartman on the road. I really like this one. For Ida Zhugai of Boston, Massachusetts, no matter what shows up under the tree this year, she says no present will ever compare to a gift she got back in 1999 on one of the scariest days of her life. Civil war was raging in Yugoslavia, bombs closing in on her family. So Ida's parents put their 11-year-old daughter and her sister on a plane to the U.S. by themselves. Ida vividly remembers the fear, but remembers just as well the comforting stranger seated next to her, an American. 
I remember how kind she was to us, you know, treating us like her family. So it was a bit of a shock, to be honest. Especially when she handed you the envelope? Yeah, I couldn't believe that somebody had so much empathy. The outside of the envelope read in part, I hope your stay in America will be a safe and happy one. Signed, a friend from the plane, Tracy. And when Ida opened it, she found a $100 bill inside. Ida and her sister moved in with a relative who didn't have too much more than they did. So that $100 bill fed the family for three months. And Ida says it continues to feed her soul to this very day. That's why I actually kept Tracy's letter because uh, it's a reminder to me that people are good. It has also been a main driver in her life. Ida owns two businesses that promote environmental and social justice. The reason why I do what I do is because of Tracy. Every decision that I made had to do with paying it forward. I was wondering if you can help me find Tracy. A few years ago, Ida put word out on social media, hoping to find the woman who gave her life direction. She spent years searching, until not long ago, when her message finally got through to Tracy Peck of Blaine, Minnesota. <laughs> Tracy, Ida, and her sister Vanya reunited last weekend. We just stood there and hugged and cried, and I just felt such a deep love for them. I can't wait to come to your wedding. Tracy Peck gave away $100 to total strangers, but she says the gift she has gotten in return is far more precious. They've taught me the slightest thing that you can do for someone, you don't realize what impact that's going to have on their life. We have no idea. But if you're lucky, maybe someday you will. Steve Hartman, CBS News, on the road. Turned out to be a gift for both of them. Well, the CBS Evening News is pitching in during this season of giving. That's next. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Edu slash podcast. The gift of kindness is truly one of the best gifts you can give. And during the holiday season, it's important to give back to your community. Let us know how you're celebrating this season of giving. Send us your pictures and videos, and we may include your stories on the broadcast on Monday. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nancy Cordes for Nora O'Donnell. Have a great weekend. Good night.
Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with my producer, Becca. Becca, what's what's up? So The Late Show Pod Show is everything you love about The Late Show on oh, a I podcast. Want, I want to know about you. Oh. Enough. We, 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 people see everybody in an ad talks about the thing they're trying to sell. Oh. I'd like to know about you, the person behind creating the podcast. Oh, I'm having a really good day. Barry baked some bread and my friend Kara got me some chicken salad. It's a really nice day in the office today. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.